hear a funny side note. Do you know what my nickname is? Jimmy? No. So I have the nickname of Porky. <laughs> because I used to eat so much. <laughs> so I have the nickname Porky, which was really funny for a while. That was great. Until we realized that I'm going to be, my second name's going to be Pit. So from next year, I'm going to be Porky Pit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know you've made it whenever Dean laughs. <laughs> Three out of ten. Must try harder. <laughs> what do you think the population of Ards is? Too many. Let me put my sword and ninja star away. I'm gonna have to put something over Dean's face here. Wow. <laughs> here we go. Let's have some fun. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. So today we have myself, Ashley. Phil McGrade. And Dean Murr is also here too. We hope that you're all doing really well and that you're keeping safe. So we're going to introduce a competition, but who doesn't like a good prize? So our new competition is we want to encourage you all to be as creative as possible with pieces of paper. We would love you to try and do origami and try out different things or create other different things, pieces of paper. You can look up, look them up on YouTube or if you know, if you know stuff yourself, you can do it. Um, you don't need to go out and buy an origami set. You can just cut off the end of a piece of A4 paper and turn it into a square um, piece of paper. And that will do. And really want to encourage your creativeness. And please send them in to the Instagram page. And there will be a winner for this competition. Um, we have yet to set a deadline for this, but um, we will go with Thursday the 14th of May. You have yeah. until Thursday the 14th of May for your competition entries. Ashling sounding like a voiceover in Tesco's there. Thank you. Uh, you definitely said like, please don't park in disabled areas. But that was what I used to do. Was it actually? You were that person? It's <laughs> incredible. Anyhow, so you have to the 14th of May to send us in your creations. And then Ashling and I will pick a winner and we will send out a prize to you. Just any prize though, is it Phil? No, it is not Ashling. Ashling, would you like to tell us what the prize is? I would love to. So the prize is going to be breakfast straight to your door. It won't be delivered by Phil or I, unfortunately, but it is going to be coming from the dinner bell. So you will be able to choose a breakfast item or meal whatever the term is, and it will be delivered straight to your door. So it's not just a wee prize, but actually we think it is a class prize. Yes, and I, I'm so jealous that I feel like I might try and enter in myself. Um, so Leaders can crossed. enter too. Leaders can enter. So whether you win or not is a different thing. Okay, so another thing that we're going to introduce is a top tip for the week. So this week, the top tip is to clean your phone cover and to wipe down your phone. So please don't be dumping your phone itself into soap and water because that's not ideal. But actually, um, wipe down your phone and make sure that you clean the cover because apparently there are more germs that live on your phone than there is on a toilet seat. So that is our top tip to clean your phone. Please do that. I so, didn't know that. That's disgusting. Isn't that grim? It's <laughs> awful. It's genuinely awful. Yeah. I'm put my hazmat suit now. <laughs> so please clean your phones and phone covers. So last week we talked about patience 
So a little recap and a question for you. Have you gained any more patience? So thinking um, about that, Jesus himself showed patience with his disciples as they were slow, they were lazy, selfish, um, and also slow to believe. But Jesus himself showed patience and humility, not by complaining or being frustrated with his disciples. And then we also talked about Abraham and Sarah, the patience they endured, waiting for their son Isaac, who was promised to them. Job is known as the man of patience and he seemingly had it all but lost everything and although he lost everything he gained so much more because God he restored to Job twice as much as he lost. But one thing that we challenged you with was how much complaining are you doing during the lockdown? Has this been minimised or have you even stopped it completely? Um, we really hope that you have. Okay, thank you Ashling for that recap. So now we're going to get into our topic for today and the aspect of the fruit of the spirit we're looking at is goodness. Uh, so for me, from my part of this, I'm going to talk about the importance of doing good to others. And it's important to do good to others because Paul challenges, challenges us in Romans chapter 7 verse 18 saying, I know that nothing good lives in me, that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good but I cannot carry it out. What Paul is saying here is that we are full of sin. We continue to do the opposite of what God tells us. And when we want to do something, we struggle to do it. But you might be thinking, well, today, Phil, I made lunch for my family or made breakfast. Isn't that a good thing? It is, but whether we know it or not, usually we do something bad after it. Whether it's a thought, an action, looking at something we shouldn't or not doing something we should do. When we do this after doing something good, it diminishes the impact of doing the good thing we did in the first place. Imagine you see a man helping an elderly person in the shops. And then next thing later in the day, you see that same person robbing someone at an ATM. Do you still think that person is good because they helped an elderly person, even though they just robbed someone? That bad action uh, takes away that good action that we've done. And that's what our sin does to us. And that's why Paul says we cannot carry it out, even no matter how much we want to. And Paul later again encourages us, saying in Romans 8, verse 9, saying, You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, when we do the bad things in our lives, those actions are controlled by our sin. But if God lives in us by accepting him into our lives, he puts his Holy Spirit which he sent when Jesus ascended to heaven into us that will enable us to do good and to have a greater self-control over the sin that tries to take us away from God. The reason why this is possible is found in Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We were created to do good works. That was God's intention for us as the human race. And God hasn't given up on that plan. We are still capable of doing good works. Look at our NHS and how um, they are looking after us. We're still capable of doing good works, but we need Jesus in our lives to really make those good works count. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows, 
Every good thing we have received in our lives is not a coincidence. It has come from God who continues to bless those who have accepted him into their lives. We need to be thankful for these gifts. And the best way to do that is by reading our Bibles and doing what God commands us to do in our lives. And that is to do good to others. And by doing good to others, it helps us to become more dependent on God, to continue to do good. It humbles us that we cannot do good by ourselves. We need God to help us through the time. It helps us appreciate what God does in our lives. I don't know if you've ever experienced um, whenever you've done something you know you shouldn't have done and you just felt like you couldn't have stopped that. You just felt like you couldn't have stopped yourself doing that, but you really wanted to. It's a really hard thing to do. And God can help us do that. God helps us control what um, we do with our words and with our actions. So we're thinking about the examples of God's goodness. And we see so many different verses about the goodness of God. We sing about it in worship songs and we even say it when things are going really well. But open your eyes. Where can you see the goodness of God in your everyday? When life isn't as we planned or we aren't full of joy, energy or zeal for life, do we say, oh, isn't God so good? But really, the goodness of God isn't circumstantial, but rather it's the closeness of God during the dark moments. When singing the songs or reading about the goodness of God, there is a battle within us, speaking these truths over our lives because we might not feel it. We cannot separate goodness and God because God alone is good. In Psalm 34, 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. We know God is good, but where do we see the goodness of God in the Bible? And it's from start to end. When he created the world, he said it was good. When he created humans, he said it was really good. It was very good, actually. And there's two sides to how the Bible explains God's goodness. One side is his character and the other side is God's actions. So further down the Bible in, um, in Exodus chapter 33, Moses is pleading with God and he says, please show me your glory. And here is Moses asking to see God for who he really is. God responds to him and says, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim the name of Yahweh before you. God then shows him something so wonderful that his face glowed with radiance of God's presence. He showed him his goodness. God then shows his goodness in the form of his son, Jesus. Jesus is God's goodness in flesh. In Romans 8, 32, it says, He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. He, how will he not also with him grant us everything? God has already shown us his goodness to us in the greatest way possible. Through Jesus and all the other details help us to live a godly life. So reflect on how your everyday is. Where do you see the goodness of God? It's everywhere, but you just need to open your eyes. And so Phil is going to help us now to think about resources. Okay, so a resource I would love to share with you is a Bible plan on the Bible app. <clears throat> and it's a two-week Bible plan called Doing Things That Matter. And the kind of the blurb for this says, 
For most of us, the danger is not that we'll become bad people who don't care about things that matter. No, the danger is that we become good people who don't actually do anything that matters. This 14-day devotional um, will encourage you to dream wildly, live differently, love recklessly, and lead courageously. All practices that matter. And this is a great um, app or a great uh, study on the Bible app that will help you to do good and will encourage you to not just be a good person, but encourage you to, to be a good person who does better. And in order to do that, fundamentally, we need to accept God into our lives. If you want to be more than just a good person, we need to have God in our lives. He can do so much more than us. Our best resource, actually, is ourselves, each other. And I want to encourage you to use each other and to actually do good to each other. And that can take so many forms. It can be not arguing with a family member. It could just be making a cup of tea for someone. It could be asking someone, how are they doing over lockdown? Because there's a lot of us are struggling during lockdown and we need someone to talk to. So I would love to encourage you to be um, your own resource and to do good to others. It's all very well reading these things and listening to different things, but we need to start doing these things. So that is just the one thing that I would share with you. Okay, thank you so much. Um, I think I'm going to close, going to pray. So thank you all so much for listening. Just let me pray for us now. God, we thank you for how we can see your goodness in the Bible, but also today. Thank you, God, for the incredible gift of Jesus, the greatest example of goodness to us. And God, I pray that you would open our eyes to see you, that you would protect us and that you would surround us. Amen. So thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you have been challenged, that you have actually been inspired and that you've laughed a little bit and probably laughing at us or with us. What do we think? That probably is that. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. We would love to see your competition entry, so please send it in. Just we look forward to seeing your creations. But thank you all so much, and that is bye from me, Ashley. Bye from me, Phil, and Dean. Say bye. Bye, Dean. <laughs>